unscripted premium Welcome to Free Forum Friday, folks, here on Unscripted, episode number 321 with Mike and Chris. Mike Jansen, Chris Fluke with you. And this is our generally, usually, it's a slam dunk. It is our favorite episode of the week where Chris goes on to our Twitter account and um, he takes comments off of there, questions, comments, statements, information. A lot of different people that are taking the time to leave comments on our Twitter account, which is twitter.com slash unscriptedmc. And you can find where Chris is getting this stuff. And he finds something he likes. We talk about it and move on to the next thing he likes. And this is what we call Freeform Friday. Having said all that, I hand the microphone over to the executive producer of our little program, Mr. Fluke. Deadspin at Deadspin, world's top bridge player suspended for doping with synthetic testosterone. Is that the same guy and same organization that asked at the NFL's combine if the guy has two testicles? <laughs> Bridge player, card. Bridge thing. player, Plays yeah, cards. like where you uh, lead with a a uh, trump heart. Or you know what? Uh, I've Bridge is a game I've never played. Great. My mother and father, original mother and father, were huge bridge players, and they uh, inkle this or something like that. And I I don't know the lingo. Played, it's but... like a third base coach giving signs yeah, to the yeah. batter in the batter's box. And I'll I'll lead with ten no trump, or I'll lead with two two of diamonds, or whatever. Our buddy Greg, uh, his dad is a or is a retired judge, and he was heavy. He's traveled all over the playing bridge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you? I don't know. Can you play bridge as a table game in Vegas? I don't think so. No, 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 no. That's not anywhere. No, no. There's a revenue for us. There yeah, go. there you go. <laughs> okay, uh, Ted Grayling at T Grayling. Says, and he tweeted this to Andrew Scheer, the next Prime Minister, in my opinion, of Canada. God, I hope so. Andrew Scheer, how does Guy Boucher get fired in Ottawa and Justin Trudeau get to keep his job? Oh, my God. No question. And, uh, you know, Guy Boucher was kind of let go in Toronto before the good times started rolling in. And and he's been one of the scapegoats in this joke. Um, Did you hear the other day? You were probably working. These damn people with jobs. um, When... You know those two idiots in the afternoon, uh, Tid Tim, and Tim, Tim and Sid. Sid. Yeah. Sid just went nuts, just went nuts on the senators organization, starting with Melnick on the on the down all the way down. It's easy the to gen- do right now. Well, of course it is. And the general manager is an idiot, and he's a puppet, puppet, and he's a moron, and he's an ass, and he's all this other stuff. And what an embarrassment Ottawa is, not only to the National Hockey League, but to the the uh, province of Ontario and the country of Canada and yada, 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 yada. Um, I kind of feel bad for Guy, but I also believe that something better is going to come for him because working for Eugene Melnick has got to take years <laughs> off your life, especially mm-hmm. if you have any pride in yourself and in your pride in your posi- in your profession and what you're trying to do to succeed. And uh, when you're working for Eugene Melnick, that just, I don't know, Melnick in some language comes out as failure to me. <laughs> Um, I think he's, and I do feel sorry for Mark Crawford. I had an opportunity to meet him years ago, back in his Colorado days, and uh, nice guy, but uh, he's got his hands full in yeah, Ottawa. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. He's basically, is he not? Is it safe to say that he's basically getting a test drive? 
to see what he does with the yeah. organization, and they'll he'll be one of the interviews postseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so a professional tennis player, James Blake at J.R. Blake, says, just watched Roger Federer win his 100th title, and my daughter asked, how many did you win? Ten, I responded proudly. How come you only won ten? That's like none. Thanks, Roger, for making me look bad in front of my kids. Congrats. Little Blake child, um, (laughs) get this through your thick skull and whatever uh, mechanical device that you're listening to this on if you are. And if you have a brain in your head, you are. Um, ten wing, ten wins at any professional level is a hell of an accomplishment. Be proud of your father. There aren't many freaks of nature out there like a Roger Federer, who is unbelievable. And how many uh, major titles he won, and now over 100 career titles. Those are numbers that won't be approached again. And for your dad to win 10 is a hell of an accomplishment. And please love him and adore him. Uh, for what he did 10 wins at a major level fantastic okay click hole at click hole which of course is part of the onion finally kotex is designing a tampon for young boys to drop into the toilet and watch explode oh god you know i one of the joys of living with three women (laughs) i see so many of those kind of products around the house (laughs) i am so sick and tired of them and I'm down to just two now because my oldest one has moved out to Kamloops, British Columbia. But my God, I get tired of seeing those green boxes all over the house. And the joy is when they're all doing it at the same time. Man, I tell you. Yeah, men are from Mars and women are from <laughs> Venus or whatever the hell it is. But for one week a month, they're from hell. I'm telling you. I'm glad you're having fun. Uh, and okay. times three. And times three. Okay. Uh, okay, so spin at spin. I don't know why they felt the need to report this as a news story. Carly Rae Jepsen once watched Seal eat an entire loaf of bread plain. And so Christian Schneider at Schneider underscore CM said, there's too much internet. You know, and okay, now correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not sure that I know this, but I'll throw this out there. Carly Rae Jepsen won Canadian Idol, correct? Did she? As a Canadian, as as a, as oh, a contestant, I, I don't know. Did she? She's just that call me maybe girl. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, and I think that was the song that, or you know, after she, she won, doesn't okay, matter. Yeah, yeah. She was in one of them singing contests, and I think she won the Canadian version of Canadian Idol. The last statement in there: too much internet. Yeah, there is too much internet. Um, we, as a society, especially the next generation, not Chris's, because Chris is a generation from me. I was born in the seventies. The next one. The next one down, where my 19-year-old is in, um, that generation, um, they are not really getting the full meal deal on life, in my opinion, folks. I'm, I know we do this little program on via the Internet. I get all that. I get all that. But I also believe, and I think I can speak for Chris, we don't spend our off tire, off hours all day pounding away until we need thumb splints on our thumbs because our thumbs are broken from pounding out shit on our phone. Um, there is way too much. And I don't believe that. And this is my biggest problem on my douchebag list was the Kardashians because everything that they put out on that internet, they're li- you know, they're legal to do so, but they everybody seemingly believes them as the God's honest and gospel truth, and that bothers me beyond no end. Just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's the truth. 
And I think there's just too many kids these days, and my kids are influenced. And that's why it bothers me, is that they're so severely influenced by what they see and read on the Internet. The Internet is a great thing, folks. It, it provides jobs. It provides a lot of things. There's a lot of good. One of the bad is that it's just too prevalent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this past uh, weekend, I watched uh, UFC 235. Okay. And so there were some notable matchups there. But uh, one was uh, Wisconsin's own Ben Askren, who fights out of Heartland, Wisconsin. And of outside course, of Mad, outside of Milwaukee. Yeah, and he has the three. Uh, he has the, as I mentioned, he finally has come to UFC. He has the three wrestling schools. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One in Green Bay, one in Heartland, and one right in Milwaukee, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Anyway, so. And that's uh, where the guy from Chicago trains. Uh, yeah, CM Punk also trains in Milwaukee, uh, uh, but it, I mean, yeah, different places, I think. Oh, no, no, I've seen Ben Askren and CM Punk train together. Maybe they were, we're both at Rufus Sport, but anyway, regardless. So Ben Askren uh, went into this fight against the great Robbie Lawler um, at 18-0, and and Ben Askren did win 19-0, and but it didn't look good. Within 20 seconds, he almost looked knocked out, like he got basically thrown to the ground, looked like he landed on his head, and then Robbie Lawler is just pounding him in the face from kind of behind and looked like he was pretty much knocked out and the fight was over. He somehow, Askren somehow recovers, then gets him in what everyone's calling the big brother choke, which is a, a bulldog choke. And it is basically when you have a guy in a side headlock and you're, you know, it's like a big brother would do to you, right? So... And then what happened there, there was controversy there because some people thought the fight should have been stopped at the beginning and Ben should have been declared knocked out. And then after that, Ben gets Robbie Lawler in this headlock and Robbie Lawler says, or, or sorry, his arm went limp. And so Herb Dean stopped the fight, the ref. So then someone on the internet here, Devin E. Sawa, uh, Devin E. Sawa here, says Herb fucked up twice. The fight should have been called when Askren was getting the shit beat out of him and then the soft, the stoppage. And then Ben Askren, at Ben Askren saw this Ooh. and responded online. He said, you want me to call the Wambulance? <laughs> Wambulance. 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 Um, any guy that wins from the state of Wisconsin is a winner for me. Um, I'm only, I've heard of this guy because of obviously my, my time with, uh, with Chris. Uh, but uh, congratulations to him. What do you think? Should he have won? Should they have shot the stop the fight? No, I, I, it was actually great refing to not stop the oh, fight okay. at the beginning. Um, okay. Afterwards, it, it's tough because Robbie Lawler pops up right away and says, why did you stop the fight? But if you watch from Herb's vantage point, all you see is this guy in a headlock. You can't see his face and you see his arm go limp. That's dangerous. You right. can't fuck absolutely. around with that. Well, absolutely. You can't fuck around with that. The guy goes limp. Like, what are you supposed to do? As soon as the guy goes limp. And I mean, it could have been he was just relaxing his arm. It's not like his whole body went limp, but the arm did. But that's a sign that something could be wrong. Yeah. like, And, and he didn't call it immediately when it happened. He kind of waited and he's checking and he, he kind of had to stop it. He wasn't getting anything. He couldn't get anything back. But uh, no, so, and I feel bad for Robbie Lawler, who's a true warrior. And even Ben Askren has said, he's like, and Ben Askren is very outspoken. He goes around just calling guys out constantly and it's like let's go and he's now 19 and 0 lifetime like he has the it's like chops us, back it's up. like the rest of us loudmouth wisconsinites yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> and i mean he was an, an 08 olympic wrestler like the guy is is very talented but i mean he even said he's like why do you have to give me rob i actually like robbie lawler like you know sometimes the guys can't even talk shit and he's like i'm sorry robbie lawler is awesome like he's a tough guy and and a good guy and all that and so, of course, Ben Askren and this guy, Darren Till, are just going uh, back and forth. And it, it's a lot of fun. So I think if you start to watch, as he's called, Funky Ben Askren, I think you're going to 
enjoy a lot. Like he's telling out this Darren Till guy on Twitter. Hey, Darren Till, you think I choke you out in the first or second round? <laughs> and they're just, yeah, no, it's it's pretty funny watching these go back guys go back and forth. I think you will you'll really like Funky Ben Askren if you watch him. But you know, Darren Till was on there saying, Ben, your performance was shit. You barely won. You're ugly as fuck. The chin is too big not to miss. You have no respect for no one. And then Ben Askren said, I'll take that as a yes. Don't duck me for an easier fight this time. <laughs> and it's like the guy is just fe- like he's legit fearless. Like he's just not scared of anybody at all. And he's not or- he doesn't mean to be disrespectful, but he's just doesn't put up with anyone's bullshit, especially, when, yeah. especially yeah. when he thinks they're uh, gutter trash. As I would Have say. we heard anything about when Conor McGregor is going to make an, a reappearance in the UFC? Well, he and Cowboy Donald Cerrone have been saying they want to get a fight going and they respect each other and want to fight each other and that should be a very entertaining fight but dana said there's it's nowhere close to being made and whatever and so i don't know what's happening there but yeah i mean connor is suspended technically for six yeah, months I, know, I, know, so. I, I get that but i mean you know you got to get the fight set you got to have all the you know all the pomp and circumstance and yeah. that would take more than six months so uh i would you know i'm kind of i kind of like the guy i'd like to see him connor? again yeah oh, i'd yeah, kind of yeah. like to see connor, him again yeah. before uh, the the end of night of 2019 i think we because, will see him this year i hope you know he brings something different he brings an every man's man kind of thing to this i mean he is a common guy i mean you've told me the story about him living on the streets and and uh, i kind of like it i like the bravado i like the the explosiveness i just i kind of i kind of get him i i enjoy that so i hope we see him again in in 2019 yeah, for I, damn sure i think we will okay so the greatest poker player, most famous to me of all time, is Doyle Brunson, the great Doyle. He's what's he in his eighties now? Holy moly! He's basically retiring from poker now. But his son Todd Brunson is, in his own right, one of the best poker players of all time. And Todd's never looked like the healthiest guy. Uh-huh. So anyway, so he he puts this tweet that at first I'm reading it and I was kind of caught off guard. And he says, "So Todd Brunson, at Todd Brunson says, and and this was at a St. Jude Children's Hospital charity event raising money for St. Jude." And so he says. Two days shy of a month without alcohol, and boy, do I feel great. Laugh out loud. I couldn't even type that with a straight face. Where's the freaking bar at this shingding? <laughs> He's probably typing that with a drink in yeah, his hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, so his dad is like the his one that you is, think. Is, yeah. The best and and is he ever. based in Vegas or somewhere oh, you yeah. know of? Oh, yeah. They're all yeah. in Vegas. Okay. So of course yeah. they are. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, you know, Todd Brunson... So he's been spending a little bit too much time at the buffets. Yeah, legitimately on his own. I think he owns a restaurant down there, too. Um, uh, An Italian one, I think. Uh, I I think it's off the strip. I forget what it is. I forget what it is, but he, Todd, owns something there. But uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, Okay, so we'll do some uh, onion ones here. So the onion at the onion here. Department of Transportation introduces padded bumper lane for intoxicated drivers. That might, yeah, maybe need that in Vegas. Yeah. They might need that in Vegas. I did hear something good this week in in Calgary, and I'm surprised that it happened. Um, because considering in 2018, this was a 39.4 million dollar windfall of money to the city, but they're terminating the uh, photo radar in Calgary. Really? Yeah. I've been wanting that forever. I know. Me too. Because I used to get them monthly. And uh, they are rid of that. They're getting rid of that. Amazing. I'm just shocked as shit that they're getting so rid of that. So they'll still probably have guy like snakes oh, they in the can, grass. Or oh, whatever. for sure. But I mean, they can't sit there with They a, can't build a pole. And, right. And yeah. When's that take effect? I don't know. I, I just got the blurb of that. And uh, it's rather soon. And uh, they're worried oh. about the, the windfall, of, the lost windfall of a, like, again, in, in 2018, I believe, in Calgary, that was those little 
photo radar was worth a $39.4 million windfall to the what they call the Calgary Police Service, which is a funky word for the cops, the fuzz. Oh, wow. I, I remember in 2001 in the election in Calgary, I voted for Richard Magnus because he said that's what he wanted to do is scrap that yeah. and get rid of photo radar. And then Bronco won. Who is who is a, who had run in a, as a liberal before? So I mean, not the most right wing guy, but you said he was pro business or whatever. So. Well, he was because you know I remember being in meetings with the Bronco, and uh, this is especially prevalent because Bronco lives in this part of town. He lives in Strathcona, as I've told you before. And when we were building the summit of Montreux, 69th and 85th Street out there in Aspen, we had to get with a fellow developer. We had one side of the road, and he had the other. Bronco walks in and we're trying to, you know, because it's cost sharing and it's it's on a, a, per, a percentage basis as to my, how much land holdings you have as to how much you're going to have to pay as part of getting the road from 69th Street to 101st paved. Well, we sat in a room already with the, fel- the fellow developer that owned on the other side of the road. Bronco walks in with his Ward 6 goon, Greg Burroughs, and it was the shortest meeting I ever sat in. Burroughs says, or excuse me, uh, Bronconio says, you get what, uh, I don't care how you do it. You get it paved and whatever you need, I'll sign it. End of the meeting. And so we just took it strictly on a pure, on a hectare basis, how much of land was owned on this side of of, uh, 17th Ave and how much was owned on that. And that's how the road got paved. And we never had a problem. Never had a problem getting permits. Bronco just walked in because every development permit that is, not not uh, not uh, a building permit, but every like a, every development agreement is signed by the mayor, the sitting mayor, and so that's why Bronco had to be in this meeting. So wow, awesome. Okay, we'll keep going with the onion. Pat Patriot denies being mascot number five in prostitution sting police report. Pat Patriot, who the hell is that? That's their mascot, the New England Patriots mascot. <laughs> is he going to the same rub and no, tub? He's, he's denying being mascot number oh, five okay. in, the, in the prostitution <laughs> sting report. He is saying he is not mascot number five. Does he know about the rub and tub <laughs> in Jupiter, Florida? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I still am, and I am still in a bit of a, almost a denial, that a guy that has been as successful as Robert Kraft, with all of his billions has to go to a rub and tub in Jupiter, Florida for a hundred bucks and get a happy ending. I find that preposterous. I can't believe that he doesn't have a friend in every city that he goes to. And one sitting on the airplane when he's going to the AFC championship game in Kansas city, he shouldn't even had to stop at the rub and tub. I can't understand that. If I was fortunate enough to have that kind of money and my wife had passed, God rest her soul. No disrespect to her, but if my wife had passed, I'd have a friend in every city. Yeah, and Magic would have had two on the plane. And a Magic, well, yeah, of course. Anyway, okay, new extended paternity. How many would Tiger would have needed? Oh, jeez. <laughs> the plane can't Will hold. Chamberlain needed. <laughs> the plane can't hold that many. Don't take, leave we'll the have ground. to have a lottery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. All right. New Three Forum Friday, folks. Here we go. New extended paternity leave offers dads more time to lose colleagues' respect. You know, I've got a problem with this. I always have. And I have... Okay. Call me whatever you want. But this is the truth. Okay? For you guys that haven't had kids, you know, Chris knows where I'm coming from because I've probably given him this opinion before. But the man's job is done after the initial, you know. So there, 
there needs to be that connectivity. I remember in the States, um, my sister, and they would only give six weeks maternity leave. You can't even connect in a bond with your own kid that came out of you in six weeks. That's ridiculous. They gave a year here in Canada for our two kids. But there's that natural connectivity between the mother and the child. The man has nothing to do with that. The man doesn't. Get out and, and pay for the goddamn kid. <laughs> Don't sit around the house and watch Young and the Restless. Get your ass out there and provide for that kid. That's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to be home on maternity leave. That's funny. That's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Uh, more from Deadspin here. Olympic skier caught with a needle in his arm during blood doping raid. And I've got the picture right there for you. There, they literally they literally did blood, a blood doping raid. And there's a guy sitting there, an Olympic skier, with the needle in his arm oh as they raid the room. Oh, my God. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> You're done. Have a nice day. Move yeah. on, please. Yeah. What do you say? <laughs> Isn't that great? Literally with the needle in the arm. I wish you got that more often. That's mm. a lot of fun. Hmm. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, click hole here again. Bars click onion. hole. I like that. Yeah. Well. So. So click hole. The difference between click hole and the onion because it's all the same group. Click hole specifically making fun of all the what they call clickbait out there, which all these stupid stories like, you know, clickbait. Yeah. Clickbait is the name for. You know how like. Any article you read on the internet now at the bottom, there's going to be all these stupid stories. Yeah. That's clickbait. Oh, and it's all okay. like top 10 things right, that right, right. Beyonce has for breakfast. Top or, 10 or worst uh, Oscar dresses. Yeah. Or they, just, they just click on random shit that's at the bottom of that's every article. That's called a clickbait. It's, all, it's called clickbait. Uh, clickbait. Just, because what it is, and then if you go to it, it's going to be some you know article that you don't need in your life. But they will never structure. What they're trying to do is rack up clicks on their site that's why right so it you know they do they would never put if let's say they have a top 10 list they would never just put it on one page so you click on it once right, you see they the want top you to click 10 times yeah exactly so you build up so the they clicks. Get, right sure. that's, so it's all bullshit right so anyway so that's what click hole is click hole is making fun of clickbait essentially got it okay this is great and i think you'll appreciate this i hate when people become super sick and i and i don't resent successful people at all at all but i don't like when they do it and then they think whatever worked for them is because they did some magical thing. Like someone's like, oh, well, I just, you know, you know, I just woke up at the crack of dawn every day and everything fell into place. You know what I mean? Like all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and the sunshine or moon, moonlight shines on your ass. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, people get lucky, basically. And I mean, there's hard work involved, too. But they think, oh, well, I just did this. So you just do this and you'll be you a know, billionaire, too. I, I, you know? I got to say this. You know, even for the Bill Gateses of the world, somewhere along the line, they had a little bit of luck somewhere. Mm -hmm. They were at the right place mm -hmm. or their their patent was at the right time or or something happened. There's a lot of hard work involved, no question. But I remember hearing this years ago that any day I'd rather be lucky than good. And something has to, even for the most successful, yeah. Richard Branson, I don't know, whoever the yeah, most yeah. rich people in the rich person. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos at Amazon. Mm -hmm. He had to be... There had to be a little yeah. little tickle of luck in there yeah. to go along with all his blood, sweat, and tears for damn sure. Yeah, he did work hard, but of course, yeah. That's, anyway, the, the headline was, this small business owner was about to declare bankruptcy. Then he remembered to hustle and grind. Now he's a billionaire. You know what I mean? And it's it's just like, that's what it, it's some of these guys, it comes off as like, oh, if you, you know, if you just, you know, get up early and you work hard and, and just really do the grind, you'll be successful like right. me too. And, and you right. know, okay, sure. And there's no question about that, but there are a lot of people that work their ass off and don't make that jump or don't get that lucky break. And 
those are the ones living paycheck to paycheck if they're lucky enough to have a job. Yeah, I know. It's amazing how much a couple little things can make a Absolutely. big difference and change no the question. course of history forever, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Picture A yeah, right here, exhibit A. Yeah. The economy goes in the toilet, Mikey gets screwed. Bring the Vaseline. There <laughs> we should have a sponsor right there. Vaseline. Vaseline. Vaseline's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't have to reply. Anyway, right, absolutely. Uh, okay, uh, the Buckeye Nut at the Buckeye Nut. ESPN is a complete joke for keeping Ohio State out of the preseason top ten. Well, you know what? Um, I mean, sorry, the Ohio the State. Ohio State. Yeah, that's in deference to their former employee and former Buckeye coach Urban Meyer. You know, remember I told you in the national recruiting in February, the second uh, the second Wednesday or first Wednesday of February was National Signing Day, whatever it was. And usually, the last seven years, for sure, under Urban Meyer, Ohio State's been in the top three. This year, year one of the Ryan Day experience, they're number 16. And that's the reason right then and there that the Ohio State Buckeyes are not in the top 10 in the early season ESPN college football poll. That's what it is right there. This is a shot at Ryan Day, and this is respect to a former ESPN announcer, Mm. Urban Meyer. Okay. All right, I usually end with the onion, but this Deadspin story is kind of similar, so we'll just go with this. So Barstool Sports is a group. They kind of do sports podcasts, essentially. So anyway, it's funny, though. Comedian says Barstool Sports stole her video, tried to bribe her with a $50 gift card. $50? <laughs> Who's, they don't say who the comedian is. Uh, I didn't see here. I can click on the story and try to find out here. Uh, Let's no. see here. Uh, In comedian Neil Radow's case. I don't know how to say it. He needs name. the 50 bucks. If you can't pronounce the name as good as you are with names, I, I don't think he, he probably needs the 50 bucks. I've heard of Barstool Sports. I don't know where, um, but um, 50 bucks. He must know about the Robin Tub down in Jupiter, Florida. And, and it's not even it's not even a fifty dollars gift card in general. It's a fifty dollars gift card to Barstool's own store. Oh, like that's what that's you not only just fifty bucks will get rid of you. And she had already signed an act like taken actual legal action about it, and that was their response. And it, yeah, it's fifty. Yeah, because you want their merchandise yeah, when you're yeah. mad at them. And when you're mad at them, and and if you think you're going to pay off a guy for not going or not continuing. Uh, with your lawyer over 50 bucks they've got some problems oh and now they kept and what offering. kind of lawyer are you going to get for 50 bucks well they kept offering more and more they offered two grand at one Woo! point she turned it down and oh I man can, this is really long. i can piss away two grand in a grocery store oh sure uh i don't don't know have kids piss it away pretty quick last friday uh Oh no! Then the, the, this is at one point when they offered her seven fifty. So last day, anyway, it's a long ass story. But anyway, isn't that funny when companies, even when they get, that's how shameless some of these places are. They even get caught doing something, and it's like, oh, here I'll just toss you anything, and you'll go away. That's how naive and stupid they are. Yeah, they just, or they, and they think that other people are stupid too, right. and they just treat them like that. So. Absolutely, yeah. we've got to run another good week. Um, uh, thanks to my partner Chris here, we uh, totally did it by the fly, and uh, I think. We've done some pretty good work this week. Uh, we obviously have a chemistry after 300 and hold on 321 episodes now in the can. So thank you much for bailing me out today. I blame Barack Obama. Um, <laughs> hope you had a good week. Hope next week is even better. Uh, until then, um, we've got to run. But uh, having said all that, for the executive producer of Unscripted, Mr. Chris Fluke, I'm Mike Jansen. Until next time.